Are you ready? What's for dinner? <laughs> I'm hungry. Yum, 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 yum. Let's go, everybody. Yay! Yay! Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner. And it's a Sunday evening. And uh, before we start our episode today, as a good friend of mine says, let's get a little bit of the housekeeping out of the way. So... Our last recipe, we made the green beans with potatoes, which I just want to inform you guys that I sort of went on and on and on about how I added too much water. I just want to tell you guys that the actual recipe turned out great, even though it was uh, a little more water than I wanted. My husband loved it because he had all that liquid and um, everybody seemed to enjoy it. So just goes to show you that sometimes you think something doesn't turn out but it does so it turned out really really good um and if you want you can put less water which i would but i'm trying my point is that it wasn't a loss and it was actually really really tasty the other thing of course as always subscribe i would appreciate it if you would subscribe to uh, my channel or Victor Gouveia's channel whose blind life is it anyway uh, if you need to reach me send an email to Zoe's blind kitchen corner at gmail.com Zoe's is without an apostrophe and of course you can also email Victor and he'll get the message to me at whose blind life is it anyway at gmail.com and of course you can leave a comment in the uh, comment section below on YouTube. Okay, so today's recipe. Uh, we've done quite a few vegan recipes. And I know we've only done, you know, one dessert and one fruit salad. And I promise that uh, desserts are coming <laughs> slowly. Um, we have a lot of recipes to go through. So... Be patient. I decided to do chicken today. Uh, there is a Greek recipe. It's called Uvetsi. So let's go with the Greek lesson. Uvetsi. Uvetsi. Uvetsi is basically orzo with meat or chicken or seafood in the oven. And there's a consistency to these recipes with the spices. Uh, cinnamon, cloves, and allspice. Orzo is a pasta. In Greek, it's called kritharaki. And some people call it manestra. Different brands, different sizes. So usually at least for Greek orzo, it comes in three different sizes, small, medium, and large. I like the medium, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> they all basically do the same thing. However, I find that there is a taste difference between brands and how each one works. Regardless, orzo is a pasta and it absorbs the liquid. So whatever liquid you have in your food, it's going to absorb it. So a lot of people don't like having this meal the next day because it absorbs all the liquid. The pasta absor absorbs all the liquid and it becomes a little mushy. It still tastes good. Um, but most people like to make just enough to serve one time. 
the oven process is, it takes longer. Since I want to serve it just once, because I don't want to have leftovers, and I still may have leftovers, but in general, I don't want to have leftovers, I don't make it in the oven, I make it on the stovetop. It's the same taste, comes out the same consistency. It, it's a, I don't know what, how to describe it, but it's a fantastic dish. And to be honest with you, I bet you I could fool anybody if I served it and they didn't see how I cooked it, I could fool anybody into thinking I made it in the oven. So having said that, um, let's get to our ingredients. Remember, I'm cooking for five. And if you want to make less, by all means, go ahead. We've got one, approximately one kilogram of chicken. Or if you're, if you're measuring in pounds, it's approximately two pounds. Don't go crazy on that. Don't go to the supermarket and look at the packages of chicken or wherever you buy your chicken, your butcher or your what, and say, I need exactly a kilogram or I need exactly 2.2 pounds. I think my chicken today was, uh, it was 28 or 29 ounces. I can't remember. I did measure it just out of curiosity. Um, so it was a little bit, it was, it was approximately a kilo. It could have been 952 grams, something like that. Anyways, um, we've got tomato paste, which we're going to use a heaping tablespoon of tomato paste. We've got one can of uh, crushed tomatoes, 14 ounces. We've got one third cup of extra virgin olive oil. Um, we've got 1,500 grams of water, so that's 1,500 grams of water. Uh, we've got spices. We've got allspice, cloves, cinnamon sticks, salt, pepper, and garlic powder. And I will, as we go through, it's, it's a pinch of cloves, it's a pinch of allspice, half a cinnamon stick, one teaspoon of garlic powder, um, a teaspoon of sea salt, couple of pinches of pepper, but of course these are also things to taste. And we've got this way. The other way. This way. Yep. So this brand, which of course I get from the Greek bakery supermarket, is the brand is Melissa which is funny because the word Melissa actually means bumblebee. So this is the brand, it's Melissa, and it's Kritharaki, in English it's Orzo, and it's a 500 gram package, so 500 grams of Orzo. Okay, so I am using my beloved nonstick pot today. Now, what I wanna show you about the chicken, I didn't wanna waste your time on camera, me cutting up, it was, I'm using, um, boneless, skinless chicken breasts. And I didn't want to spend the time cutting up my chicken in front. So what I did is I've cut the chicken up, but I've left, I've left one breast uncut. So I've cut the chicken into bite-sized pieces. Now, I could put this flat on my counter and use a knife and slice through it. And I have done that in the past, but for me, I found an easier way. And that's scissors. A nice pair of scissors that cuts well. I use this specifically for meat and chicken. Always wash it after it's done, you, uh, after you finish cutting up your meat because you don't want uh, bacteria and salmonella on it. And sometimes, if it's a good pair of scissors, you can actually run it through the dishwasher to disinfect it even further. Uh, but a good wash with lots of soap and water, and then even when it dries, even giving it a, a wipe with a disinfectant wipe, like a Clorox wipe or Lysol wipe or something like that, that also is a good idea. So, I take the chicken in my hands. 
I open up the scissors so my blades are open. I put the chicken in between the blades and then I pull my fingers away to make sure that I don't cut myself and I just start to snip. Just as if I'm snipping paper. Now, I snipped and a little piece didn't snip off so I'm just gonna find it, okay? Move my fingers away, snip. So I just snipped it off and now I've got a long piece of chicken. So I'm just gonna cut this piece now. Again, I put my one blade under the chicken and I kind of folded the chicken over the blade and I snip, Oops, there's a bite-sized piece. And this is much quicker for me than just uh, using a knife. So, so I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna put my chicken between the two blades, move my fingers away, and I'm gonna start snipping, just as if I'm cutting paper. And it's easy and I'm not struggling, so I'm going to take this long piece of chicken on my one blade, in between my two blades, I let it hang on my blade. Whoops, hold on, kinda lost it there. And I fold over the chicken and snip. And my fingers are under, so, in between the two blades, fold over the bottom blade. My fingers are at the bottom and I snip and it's totally safe. My fingers are nowhere near the blade and I'm cutting up the chicken. So I've cut up all the chicken and I'm gonna just keep on, I'm gonna finish off this piece now while I'm talking to you guys. I've cut up all the chicken into these um, bite size pieces and there are recipes where you because we're going to saute the chicken and there are recipes where you saute the whole entire breasts uh whole but this is my recipe and my family loves it and i love it so <clears throat> maybe one time i will maybe another time i'll show you guys the uh more traditional way but this is my modern uh uh take on Uvetsi, which is really chicken with orzo and tomato sauce. Um, and it's, it's a quick way. So I'm just going to wash my hands. One second, stay there. I'm going to wash my hands from the chicken because I've got chicken guck all over me. <laughs> Make sure that you wash your chicken before you cut it all up. And so I've cut up my chicken, so we're ready to start cooking. Excuse me. So the first thing we're going to do is I've got my pot, my big nonstick pot on my front burner. I haven't turned on the heat. I'm going to, I've measured out into a bowl one third cup of extra virgin olive oil. I'm just going to dump it into my pot. I'm just shaking the bowl over the pot. Burner is off, so there's no fear right now. Now, oil always leaves a little bit in the bowl. So I'm going to turn on my heat so that my oil can start. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, so I've got it on eight. Nine is my high. Actually, yeah. And I... All this time that I was talking, I had the bowl tilted over so any last drips can come out. And what I'm going to do while my oil is, I'm just taking the chicken close to me. And I'm actually going to grab a couple of pieces of chicken and I'm just going to wipe the bowl with the chicken. So any oil that's left in the bowl, and I'm just dumping in the chicken. Um, any oil that's left in the bowl, the chicken is wiping it up. And I'm going to add, and that's good enough for that. Hold on, sorry. Okay, so now I'm going to add all my chicken in. And it doesn't matter that the oil isn't sizzling yet. Don't worry about that. My chicken is patted dry. <coughs> I've patted it dry from the um, liquids. So I'm just adding in all the chicken. Whoops, I just dropped a couple of pieces. That's nice. Okay. 
and I can hear that it's starting to sizzle. What? My husband's trying to whisper something to me, but I have no idea what he's doing, what he's whispering. Okay. And maybe he wants me to pick up the bowl and just tip it over. But that's not a good idea because, one, you may have liquid at the bottom of your bowl. Alrighty. We've added in all our chicken. And I'm just going to that aside and you can hear it sizzling and I've got my wooden spoon and I'm gonna set my timer for uh, five minutes okay timer is set for five minutes and I want you guys to stir the chicken occasionally. The chicken is, they're tiny piece, bite-sized pieces. Okay, you don't need to stir constantly. Give me one second, I dropped something. Okay. Um, you don't need to stir constantly, but we do have it on a high heat because we want our chicken we want with the high heat we want to keep the juices in the chicken so cooking it at a high temperature is cooking the outside quickly the inside is not cooked but we're giving it a stir so that it doesn't burn and stick okay and we're going to wait for the five minutes to be up in the meanwhile i've got my 1500 grams of boiling water and I'm gonna plug in my tea kettle and I'm gonna have that water start to boil and I think it's on right Fuppy? Yeah. Okay it's on. So I'm gonna stir this up again and I've got my water boiling so it's getting ready And because I gotta go quick, in a sense, I'm going to get my tomato paste. So I've got my little tomato paste. I've, it was the one I had preserved in the fridge, in the refrigerator from the last recipe, and it's got tomato paste in it. I've dumped out the excess olive oil. I'm just gonna stick my spoon in, and I'm gonna have it next to me um, for when I need it so I'm not running to fuss for it. So, again, another little stir. And try to fold when you're stirring. So try to bring up the chicken, just kind of like a tossing, folding motion, because you want to turn your chicken. You can't turn all these little pieces one by one. But as you stir and you make these sort of folding motions, um, you know, you, it's ready. Now, hold on, stay there. I'm also going to need a clean pair of scissors for our um, orzo. And I, again, I'm just stirring. So we're on almost high. Like I said, my scale goes from one to nine. One is the lowest. Nine is the highest, and I've got it on eight. Okay. And how much time? Can you see how much time I have on the timer? I one forty. One forty. Okay. Alrighty. So I'm gonna pick up my orzo. And I'm going to open up the package. So I'm just going to cut off the end at the top. 
and I'm going to give my chicken another stir. It's telling me, the timer's telling me that I have a minute left. Now I've opened up my orzo, and I'm just going to wait for the timer and I'm going to dump it in. Okay. And again I'm giving it, I'm just tossing it a little bit, back and forth. My timer is done. Okay, timer's done, so I'm going to pour in the orzo now. Just the whole package. And at this point, guys, now you got to stir almost constantly. You're sauteing your orzo. Supposedly, this helps to stop the orzo from absorbing all the liquid. Does it work? Well, not really. A little bit. A little bit. It works a little bit, but it also gives it a very nice taste, believe it or not. So, and you can hear the sizzling, that it's even a bigger sound than it was with the chicken, because now you're sauteing dry pasta and the smell again is I wish I wish you guys could smell this so I'm just constantly stirring and folding over and stirring and folding over <laughs> good smell oh yeah and I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, so we got really busy today and we actually really haven't eaten anything. Actually, we bought Krispy Kreme donuts today. Yeah, yeah. I eat Krispy Kreme. And uh, um, so for those of you guys in the U.S., you're thinking, yeah, so what's the big deal? Well, for us in Canada, um, we only had one Krispy Kreme, at least in Ontario, where I live in Toronto. We only had one and it closed, but just a few months ago, they opened up a new one and guess what? They opened it like, I don't know, just down the street from me. So today we decided to go get some Krispy Kreme donuts and uh, that's our dessert for this evening and then of course for breakfast tomorrow. And so now, um, and the Krispy Kreme donuts is, uh, we're just gonna try all the flavors. We just got one of each. And we're feeding five people, so that's why we've got, we're not, you know, that's why we've got two boxes. <laughs> it's not just for me and my husband. And you can hear this sizzling a lot as I stir. And again, please don't stop stirring because you don't want your orzo to stick. So now, I'm pushing my food to the sides, to the sides of the pot. I'm trying to um, give it a center, and I'm going to... Take my tomato paste now, a nice heaping tablespoon, and I feel with my wooden spoon where I've made the center. Touch the spoon so that's where my center is, and I'm just gonna drop it with, oh, with my uh, finger, and now I'm just gonna mush it, because I can feel the tomato paste with my wooden spoon. So I'm just mushing it in the oil. I'm sauteing it. And you don't need to do this for very long. Like it's about 30 seconds. So now I'm gonna give all my food up a uh, stir because it's all, like I said, you have to be quick here because you don't want to uh, burn it. And I'm gonna grab my water, which is ready. And I'm gonna dump it in. Pull away for a second because steam is coming up. 
And I'm going to add it again. And pull away because steam is coming up. And it's all done. Whoops. So. Give it a nice stir now with the water. And it's already boiling because we just added boiling water. So I'm going to turn it down to medium. Two, three, four, five. Okay. And I'm going to set my timer for approximately 20 minutes. Okay. Okay. Uh, while that's simmering, let me get the tomato paste off my hands. Now, is this food going to be ready in exactly 20 minutes? No, it might be ready in less. This, oops, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just bumped into the cameraman. I just bumped into the camera. Okay, so um, at this point, I'm going to start adding in the spices. And we have it on medium for the first... I'm going to tell you guys, for approximately the first 10 minutes. So it's on medium right now, and I've set my timer for 20 minutes. I'm going to start adding in the spices. So I'm going to use my pen friend. Okay. Okay, this is allspice. And you can use whole berries, but then you would have to put it in a cheesecloth and fish for it and... So I use the um, ground. So ground allspice. I'm just going to grab a pinch. You don't need a lot of the allspice. It's, well, I added in, I, I'm sorry? Because it's strong? Yeah, it's strong. Um, I added in a pinch. Not a tiny pinch, but a pinch. Anyhow. And let's put that aside so we don't. Uh, forget what we used and the next one is Okay, the next one is cloves and again a pinch of cloves So my pinch it isn't a tiny pinch if the camera can see for the sighted people like I'm sprinkling it in Okay, so two good pinches a clove of cloves and um, ground cloves and ground allspice and then we've got okay garlic powder you can saute garlic with your uh, tomato paste but I like using the the powdered I have organic garlic powder okay a teaspoon of garlic powder goes in and give it a stir. Every time you put in a spice, give it a stir. Okay, garlic powder. Now the smell is getting even better because now we're adding the spices in. Tell me about it. And let's go for uh, the... Okay, this is a cinnamon stick. Don't put a whole cinnamon stick in. That's way, way too much. I have a cinnamon stick in my hand. I'm just going to cut it in half as much as I think. And I'm going to take the I'm going to take the smaller piece, I think. Throw that in. Give it a stir. So this is the the Juvetsi. Remember this dish is called Juvetsi. This is the Juvetsi combination. Cloves, garlic, uh sorry, cloves, allspice, cinnamon and garlic and pepper two pinches of pepper just because we like that number and of course I've never made this mistake before I'm gonna add in the salt teaspoon of salt I'm just gonna put a heaping teaspoon because like I said sea salt isn't very strong now <laughs> I've made this dish a million times guys and I've never made this mistake and I made it today and again it's cuz I'm I guess it's cuz I'm nervous cuz I'm 
taping. I forgot to add in the ground tomatoes. Again, not a loss. So when I added the water, I should have added half the can of, sorry, I should have added half the water and I'm just opening up my crushed tomatoes. And then I should have added my crushed tomatoes and then I should have washed out my can with uh, some of the boiling water uh, and then added all my spices. But I forgot because I'm talking to you guys and it doesn't matter. I'm gonna add it in now. So now I'm adding it in my crushed tomatoes. Whoops, and it splattered on me, wonderful. And I forgot to put my apron on. And give it a stir. Okay, and I'm just gonna use my fingers now to get out as much as I can, which I can't. This can is very pretty empty. No, no, it's empty. It's empty. Yeah. Okay, I splattered myself. So this is a good, a good example of how you can, um, how you can make a mistake, but your food is not lost. Because I got, because I had gathered all my ingredients before I started, as I put things in, I saw the can of, or felt the can of crushed tomatoes, so I know that I forgot it. Can you imagine if I was trying to do it from memory and I didn't have everything all gathered here together and I wouldn't have known, maybe I would have forgotten it completely. But, thank God I didn't. Now, we're gonna let this boil, like I said, up to the 10 minute mark. You gotta stir this occasionally. And I'm just gonna, even though I want you guys to have it on medium, because I added my tomato sauce in, I'm gonna turn it up a little bit because it should I should have added the tomato sauce in with the boiling water. Now that I added the tomato sauce in a few minutes later, the, the boiling point went down, it stopped. Excuse me, so I am, I just turned it up a little to bring it to a boiling point and I'm going to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, as soon as it gets to a rapid boil, I'm gonna take it down to medium again. Now, we're cooking our food for we did, we sauteed the kitchen, the kitchen, we sauteed the kitchen. <laughs> uh, we should do a segment just on Zoe's bloopers. <laughs> okay, we sauteed the chicken, not the kitchen. Please don't put your kitchen in your pot. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, we sauteed the chicken for five minutes and we're gonna boil this up for at least 15. So that gives us 20 minutes of cooking the chicken. These are bite-sized pieces. They're smaller pieces than walnuts. They're, maybe they're a little bigger than olives. So believe me, your chicken will not be uh, under, undercooked. It will be done. So this is almost getting to a boiling point. It actually, it's starting to boil because mm -hmm. I can hear it. But I'm just going to wait for it to go a little rapid. And again, I'm just tilting my head close to the pot and I'm listening until I hear the boiling point that I desire. And it looks good to me. So I'm just gonna turn it back down now to medium because I don't want this to stick. Orzo will stick if you're not careful. This is the starting stage of it. It's medium and there's lots of liquid right now. If you stir occasionally, it's not gonna stick. Now, I will, I'm gonna shut off the camera until I get to the 10 minute mark. And at the 10 minute mark, you guys are gonna come back or I'm gonna have you guys come back because that's the point where I'm gonna turn up the heat. And at that point, I have to constantly stir. I mean, how much time is left on the timer, Fuddy? 10.57. Oh, well, 10.57. But you know what? We lost some boiling minutes because of the tomato sauce blunder. Maybe, maybe should we leave it another three, four minutes? Yeah. 
So I'm going to come back to you guys when the timer says about 13 minutes. And again, I could just redo this recipe. I could just tell my husband, okay, shut the camera off, forget it. I made a mistake and we'll just do this recipe another time, blah, 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 blah. But why? These are things that can happen to you, to me, to, to everybody. Everybody makes mistakes. And, you know, I prefer this, at least for me, because when I was growing up and I was blind, or actually when I was growing up, I wasn't blind. I was visually impaired. But I had a lot of insecurities. And when I would watch cooking shows on TV, um, I would say to myself, well, how am I going to know? that this is happening or how am I going to know this is thickening up or how am I going to know if my chicken is browned or whatever the case may be and of course on cooking shows when you watch your favorite cooking show and, and I understand for purposes of time they don't have time to maybe do a recipe from scratch and show you every little thing I understand that but at the same time it doesn't tell you how to deal with mistakes. So, at least for me, and on my show, and I hope there's, you know, some people out there, out there who are going to appreciate this, I'm really hoping that, you know, you'll learn with me. You'll learn from my mistakes. Oh, look, look, Zoe forgot to put in her tomato. No, don't turn it off. I'll just add three minutes. So I'm a little annoyed at my husband now. Yeah. I'm doing that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, so, we said three, four minutes, so I add three minutes no, to the time. No, you don't have to. Because that's throwing me off. No, because I'm no, ten minutes mad I'm now. No, because I'm the one cooking, and that's throwing me off. Okay, I'm sorry. Don't get... So that's me being annoyed at my husband now, and I have every right to be because I was listening to the timer. I knew when I was gonna, what I was gonna do, and when I, when I was gonna do it. So he just, he just threw my mind into, and I'm just stirring it, giving it another stir. He just threw my mind into outer space, and I'm actually. I'm talking to you guys right now, and for, for one thing, I was talking about something and I don't even remember what I was talking about. The second thing, my mind is in outer space. I don't even know where I am with the timer now. So, this is when husbands do things. They think they're trying to help, but they just made things worse. I love you. I do love my husband very much, but I'm very mad at him right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyhow, so that's that. So, I was talking about the mistakes. You know, if you don't see a show with mistakes, how are you going to know how to deal with it? And I'm a blind cook, and I want other blind people to know they can do this. And they can make a, a foreign, they can cook recipes from a foreign cuisine like Greek and they can do it with safety they can do it and I'm just giving it a stir so what did you do now it's saying 10 minutes you added uh, on nine minutes I had three minutes I put them on 12 minutes that's what we said we're gonna add three four minutes so I had just three minutes <clears throat> and is that three minutes up now yeah okay because I suck at math and I don't know what you did I don't know what you're talking about okay so Already, I can feel actually though, I do feel a little bit of a difference in my food. So, I am going to turn it up a little bit. I'm going to turn it up to seven. <coughs> and I'm going to stir a little bit more frequently now because now, and, and right now you can, the food is giving me a resistance. It is already giving me a resistance, but it's still very soupy. And the orzo, believe me, is not done. But now it's going to start to uh, boil and splatter and do all its funky stuff. I said funky, not something else. Um, and it's going to do its funky stuff. So you need to stir just slowly. 
at, right now at least, just slowly, you know, you don't want to stop your boiling point, maybe every minute or so. Um, I just want to go back to what I was saying is, you know, if I can help one person out there realize that it's okay to be insecure, it's okay to have questions, it's okay to feel afraid in the kitchen, it's okay. It, you know, you will learn in time and you will make mistakes. And I have thrown food out, especially when I was younger and I was learning. I have thrown food out. At this point, guys, I want to tell you, because I said it's going to, I'm giving it more of a rapid boil, stand away from your paw. I have, I'm holding the tip and I'm far away. I'm holding the tip of the wooden spoon and I'm giving it a stir, but I'm almost an arm's length away. As, as far away as you can be comfortably to give it a stir. Because right now, it's, it, like I said, it's boiling rapidly, so you want to, you know, you don't want this to stick. Even though we're using a non-stick pot, that doesn't mean you can just let your food go without stirring and hope that it doesn't its thing. No, you still have to stir. With a aluminum pot or a stainless steel pot, even with stirring, you could burn it. At least with the nonstick pots, if you're stirring, we're pretty much good. By the way, I'm not mad anymore. <laughs> you see? I'm not. It's gone. It's gone. Magically. <laughs> you, know, you know what it is? If you hold a grudge for stupid things, I mean, yeah, okay. He upset me for a minute, and I'm sure you, for sighted people, I'm sure you could see it in my face. And for those who are not sighted, you probably could hear it in my voice. While I'm talking to you guys, by the way, I'm stirring now. And <coughs> if married couples hold grudges for little stupid things like that, you know, that it's not worth ruining a marriage for this. So... Yeah, I may mention something to him when we turn off the camera, like, please don't do that again. Um, and he'll say, I'm sorry. And he'll try to explain why he did it, and which I already understand. I don't need an explanation. But it just threw me totally off. And he knows now, and he's not going to do it again. So, anyhow. Are you, are you, I, are you sure about that? <laughs> no, actually, you know what? <laughs> After 23 years, yeah, you're right. 25, please. Oh, sorry. <laughs> now you, you can see. be mad at me because I forgot how many years we're married. Yeah. Okay. Where are you the other two years? Where you been? Okay. Because I'm, I'm with you 25 years. Um, again, I stopped stirring for about 30 seconds and then I started again because like I said, this is getting thicker. It's boiling rapidly. If I shut up, you guys can hear it. So it's boiling rapidly. I'm not, I don't have it on full heat. Like I said, I have it on seven, but if I let it go, it's going to stick. So I'm just stirring away. Now I'm going to leave it for 30 seconds because I'm going to get rid of something that's on my burner that's not on because I'm going to need my empty burner. I'm going to show you guys why. So I'm back to stirring again and I feel... So our timer's telling us five minutes, and I feel more resistance already. So, out. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to take my timer, and I'm going to press pause. And I'm going to take it off my burner, and I'm going to put it on my cold burner. And stay there. I'm just going to grab a spoon. And I'm going to scoop out a little bit of orzo so I can see. Now I can tell it's not ready because there's too way too much liquid. Okay, but I'm going to scoop out a little bit of orzo. And I'm going to taste it so I can have an idea of how much longer I need. <laughs> so that's me and my husband blowing on the same spoon. So if you feel the camera shake, if the camera's shaking, you know why. You know what? 
it's almost done. So I'm gonna put it back on my burner. I'm gonna press my timer on again. And I'm going to continue stirring. Make sure you don't burn yourself. Now, so if we take away the mistake we made, this orzo, this brand is done in about 15 minutes. Now, you're gonna try it. If it's too tender for you, you're gonna leave it in a few more minutes. If it's done, you're gonna take it off. So around the 15 minute mark, you guys need to try it. And if it feels good and it's done, okay, now, I'm going to leave it on the heat, but I'm going to turn off the heat because it's done. And I'm going to actually, hold on, Stephen. I'm going to grab Yeah, I should have done this before. Sorry, guys. Okay. Um... I lost my, oh, I'll just use this. Now, hold on, I'm gonna grab something out of the fridge. Okay, guys, so, we don't need the scissors. I don't need the timer anymore. And I don't need this. I'm gonna grab a shallow bowl. I'm gonna give my food a stir. Now, this brand left me with a lot of liquid. Other brands may not leave you with this much liquid. Um, but if you have leftovers, this liquid will be gone by tomorrow. The pasta will absorb it. So, this is why we say serve this right away. This liquid is delicious because it's got the spices in it. So, I'm just going to pour in So, I'm just I'm just pouring um ladling into a bowl. How's that? A little bit more. Right? A little bit more. Is that for me? I don't know. Did I get chicken? Yeah. Did I get lots of manesta? Yes. Okay. That's enough. Is this for you? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Because maybe you're hungry. Now, the big secret. Now, there's many types of Greek cheese. And I need a knife, sorry, stay there. Stay there. When I say stay there, that means don't move. <laughs> you can put mizitra. Mizitra is a wonderful, wonderful Greek cheese that we shred over pasta. And we actually even put it in our cheese pies. So there's um, different types. But I, I have feta here. And this is imported feta from Greece. So I'm just going to cut off a piece. And I'm going to crumble it right over my food. Or whosoever's this is. But I'm the one who loves the feta on this. So does my mom, actually. And I'm just crumbling the feta in between my fingers. And I'm letting it drop. But I'm moving my hands around the plate so that I get feta everywhere. And you can put as much or as little as you want. That's our meal. Hold on, let me grab a napkin. So, that's our meal, very easy. Chicken with orzo and feta cheese. If you want the authentic, authentic Greek taste, then 
you gotta use the spices I used. Garlic, cloves, cinnamon, and uh, garlic powder, salt and pepper. You can do it with beef. You can do it with uh, shrimp. You can do it with any type of chicken. So I used boneless, skinless chicken breasts. I could have even gotten boneless uh, thighs and that would have been delicious too. So I'm, I did it with chicken breast because uh, my husband doesn't eat any other part of the chicken. So, and here I am telling you guys again about my picky husband, my picky eater husband. So that's me. That that's him. And I make all these adjustments for him. So he shouldn't be upsetting me. Ha. Anyhow, it's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful dish. This should be eaten right away. I mean, it's really hot right now, but obviously by the time I serve everybody and we all sit down and do our prayers and cut up our bread and so on and so forth, it will be ready for us to eat. And so that's our recipe. I hope you guys enjoy it. If you have any questions, like I said, Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner at gmail.com. And I'll see you guys on the next episode. I'm not sure what I'll be making. I will try for a dessert next week, but I'm not sure yet. So I'm not promising anything. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed me and Foti arguing. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed everything. So. Can I promise one thing to the people? Yes. I promise you guys, we're gonna show you how to make Spanakopita on the future. Yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you when, but we're gonna do it. Yes, we are. I'm gonna do it. Foti's not gonna do it. Foti's gonna hold the camera, but anyways. No, me, I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> Fatty's gonna eat it. Okay, guys. Anyways, uh, we love you. And you know what? I'm glad you were able to see a little spat of ours. Because again, this isn't Hollywood. This is me, Zoe. And I'm out there and I'm real and I'm blind, but I'm authentic. I'm Greek and I have my ups and my downs. And I'm glad I can share everything with you guys. A blind kiss to you, to you. Definitely to the cameraman and to all of you watching. Love you guys. Bye. I am your host, Zoe Fiogos. With sincere love and gratitude, I thank you for watching Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner.